You know, folks, and I apologize, I got a little cough drop in my mouth. But you know, about a week or two ago, I did my first <coughs> CEF, if you will, cartoon episode flashback. Well, I talked about a specific episode from a cartoon series, in this case, uh, the episode Bringing Down Babyface from Disney's 1990-91 to series, Tailspin. Now I mentioned something uh, to in that in that audio review in that review, <coughs> and I have to say that, and I have to say that basically, what I said in <coughs> said in that review at the beginning or throughout it, I to me is indeed true. See, I find it kind of ironic. Again, I find it kind of ironic that a year after Rescue Rangers does this not once but twice with their characters, the Tailspin does it once with theirs. Now you might say, well, they've they've had the Tailspin, tailspin characters in various disguises before. <coughs> It's true. It is true. Th they have. But a majority of the time, the characters have always kind of um, remained as they are. You know, for example, I think it was what, a spy in the ointment or something like that. I can't remember. You might say that Rebecca had a bit of eyeshadow in the little disguise scene when they were trying to fool the Zimbrian High Council or whatever. You might say that. And it does look like that at times, right? But it's very light that you got to be, you got to really notice it. But my point is this. I found it kind of ironic that from 89, the 8990, and maybe you could count Darkwing in a way with Morgana. But more so, if you skip <coughs> 91, 92, and go into 92-93, <coughs> you kind of get what I'm talking about. You see, a lot of the characters will go through these, will have certain episodes, even if it's in the later part of the episode, <coughs> or in the other half of the episode, where they will disguise themselves. They will disguise themselves. They will go out of the comfort zone and disguise themselves. <coughs> now, I mention this because, ironically, when Bringing Down Babyface happened, and the, I mean, it first aired, and in the second half of the episode, you had Baloo, Kit, and Rebecca in disguises. <coughs> Now, like you will probably point out, they've done that before, but not like this. Because usually a lot of the disguises they would be in, or the other different outfits they'd be in, they would still kind of retain a little bit of what their design of the outfit or the design, the original design that we're used to, the standard design. 
So So anyway So anyway you know to me so anyway when the second half of bringing down babyface happened when they did that transition after blue kind of puts out the uh, the match kind of swishes it out you know kind of like you know fans it out if you know what i mean we get a transition to them oh to them basically barging into a <coughs> a bar a gangster's bar if you will and the first thing you see is the, them in disguises that okay normally you've never seen them in before because, like I said, usually when you're used to seeing a character in the show in a disguise, it's, they usually re retain a little bit of the original design. Or in a different outfit, original, but a, a bit of the original design. But here, you had them in different looks, different designs. Especially Rebecca. You know, quite interesting, quite surprising, right? Well, the reason I bring this all up is the fact that you know, when you go back a year before with Chippendale Rescue Rangers, I believe Chippendale Rescue Rangers, in my opinion, is what started this. Now, you could probably argue and say, well, what about gummy bears and ducktails? And yeah, you can argue that too, <coughs> uh, to an extent. But we're talking, you know, just. Like, you wouldn't even recognize them right off the bat if you were just watching the episode for the first time. And in my humble opinions, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, in the episode, which is one of my personal favorites, Double O Chipmunk, in the episode that followed up a few episodes, and the episode that kind of like was, a, was that was basically, in the episode that basically kind of took an influence from it, Mind your cheese and cues, especially the second half of it, really set the standard. <coughs> it really did. Because, as some reviewers have pointed out, especially with bringing down Babyface, and some reviewers have pointed it out with Double O Chipmunk, and mind your Double O Chipmunk when it aired, <coughs> it's the first time we see characters. The established characters outside of their original designs. It's the first time we see them with new looks, even if it's for one episode. And if you're a fan of the female protagonist, in this case with Rescue Rangers, it's Gadget. In the case of Tailspin, it's Rebecca or Becky. It's the first time you see them wearing makeup or wearing, you know, wearing makeup of any kind. It's the first time you both see them wearing eyeshadow. Gadgets a little thicker and if not shinier. Lipstick, again, gadgets is a little shinier, a little more puffier. <coughs> it's the first time you see them wearing real kind of like uh, dresses, if you will. Now, I'm not saying Rebecca never wore a dress in Tailspin. Believe me, she did. Believe me, she wore one in Ghoul and Unusual Punishment. She wore one in My Fair Baloo. She's worn it. There's, there's no doubt about it. But we're talking more like what, kind of like that 
femme fatale look. And this was, and, he, and they even pointed out, in the reviewers over a certain website, I think it's Animation Source or something like that, I can't remember. <coughs> they even pointed out, and these reviewers are Gidget and Cody, and, and they point this out, they say that this is the first time ever for her. So, in this kind of outfit, in this kind of a look. And, you know, just like with Gadget, she has jewelry on her hands, kind of like little bracelets. Like, And, of course, like Gadget's disguise, she has like a little, she has something around her neck. In this case, it's a boa. Gadget has a little necklace. And they go by different names, or at least different aliases to try to fool the people they're trying to fool or try to, in Gadget's case, help the person she's trying to help. Now, of course, this isn't the first time. This was, these wouldn't be the first two times, nor would they be the last. Ironically, and again, I apologize. And I have a cough drop in my mouth, a Hall's cough drop. Ironically, like I said, it wouldn't be the first time, it wouldn't be the last. The episode Puppy Love from Goof Troop did the same thing. But it was like towards the end as well. And it was to help PJ kind of, you know, get to know this young girl, this girl in his class that he liked. Okay, let's help this young girl help him kind of get the attention of this young girl. And and the person that kind of goes out of her element goes into the eyeshadow, lipstick kind of situation, kind of a little bit of a different look, very similar to what she had, but different look, similar, different, well, you kind of get the idea, right? She had different, ba basically it's the same outfit, but just a little tweak, altered, same kind of hairdo, just a little, you know, styled out. And of course I'm talking about PJ's mom in the show, Peg, who's a very popular character among fans. In fact, is the one character people, including Doug Walker, was always wondering, why didn't they include her in the movie, in the Goofy movie as well? I'm just saying. But the point is, this was the third time, in a sense, that this happened. It was the first time we had ever seen Peg wearing lipstick and eyeshadow or something like that, along with sunglasses and all that. It was the first time. So, and you could tell, in my sense, when I watched that episode for the first time as well, I remember the, I remember the thoughts going through my head was, this is almost similar that, well, basically, these were kind of the thoughts going through my head. Was this was, my thoughts were, this is almost similar to what they had done previously with Tailspin and Rescue Rangers. They're taking an established female character and going a little femme fatale kind of dressy-uppy kind of thing with her. 
Now, I'm not saying Peg wouldn't have been the kind of time, the kind to do that if they wanted to do it on, a re on another, ba uh, you know, another at another time and juncture. But I'm just saying, wow, you know, you know, you know to me, it's just wow, you know. You know, to to isn't it, I mean, I I kind of asked the question of isn't it kind of ironic that they would do this. <coughs> That Disney animation, Disney television would do this out of the, you know, th th you know, out of three of the four shows, out of those three or four years and seasons. <coughs> now, again, I understand some people could argue that and they could say, oh, well, um, they've done it before. They did it afterwards and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can argue that. And that's fine. You have a right to your opinion. But to me, I stand by my belief, in my opinion, that if it wasn't for Tad Stones or whoever wrote the episode Double O Chipmunk on Rescue Rangers, if it wasn't for that individual and that creative team coming up with that story and that episode, we probably wouldn't have had the similar kind of situations and episodes that we had following. I mean, when you think about it, in a sense, when you think about it, the premise at the second half of Mind Your Cheese and Cues, which is a Rescue Ranger episode, the premise of that is very similar to, in a sense, not much, but in a sense, to the second half of Bringing Down Babyface. Very similar. <coughs> Not really, but very similar. Now, the question is, and I want to ask anybody out there, whether it's Zeranizerak, whether it's Frank, whether it's anybody that's worked on, worked in animation, worked or associated themselves <coughs> um, with these kind of shows or these similar, uh, help create these kind of episodes and stuff. I want to know why. This is a question as to why you decide, if not for one, if for one, if not two episodes, maybe three, but more so one or two episodes, why you decide to do this with the your established characters. Why do you decide to give them a different look, even for one or two episodes? Why do you decide to take the female lead, if you will, and do something that, for a majority of the entire show, She's only seen doing once or twice, and that's wearing kind of a femme fatale outfit, dress, jewelry, lipstick. You get the idea. <coughs> I would like to know why, and I think anybody watching this wants to know why. Because I can tell you this. When, when I watched the episode as a kid, when I saw the previews for Double O Chipmunk as a kid, and I was living in Waterford, California at that time, And I saw the previews for the episode. I said to myself, "Who?" Uh, first thing I asked myself was, who is that? Because I didn't know. And after I watched the episode, I'm like, that's Gadget? I didn't know. Quite honestly, I did not know that that was Gadget. I didn't, and I don't think anybody else did. 
And I guarantee you, if anybody came home from school <coughs> and they tuned into Tailspin, in the and they tuned in at the time of the second half of uh, of bringing down Babyface, if that's how they saw it the first time ever, not saying they didn't see the whole thing the first time ever, the first time it ever aired, but let's say you're somebody, you walk in, you're watching bring, and you're watching Tailspin, and you see, and the first thing you see is the second half of the episode, and you see these characters and these new looks, y you're not going to recognize them at first, right? <coughs> So, again, my question is, why go in this direction? Why do this? Now, I don't have a problem with it because I know sometimes you got to switch things up. you got to refresh things. you got to make things more appealing, more attractive to the viewer. So, and you also got to explore other gen uh, generals out there, if you will. But my question to anybody here is why? That's my question. So let me know what you guys think. What are your thoughts on it? What are your thoughts on this? Wh what are your thoughts on why they would do this, go out of their comfort zone? And if you know of any other examples from Disney or elsewhere, let me know. <coughs> so until then, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I'm going to say. But I'd like to know the question as to why. And again, to me, if it weren't for Chippendale's Rescue Rangers and whoever came up and wrote the episode Double O Chipmunks and then later on Mind Your Cheese and Cues, we probably wouldn't be having this discussion. <laughs> God bless. Take care, guys. And comment down below. Let me know what you guys think because I know I'm not the only one that wonders this.